Here we are, Brew Chatters, back at it again. But before we start, I wanted to remind you guys that this Friday, Wild Heaven will be down at Riverside Wine and Spirits for their Growler promo. That means they'll have a rep there, be filling growlers, be doing tastings, all that good stuff. And also, as dumb as Valentine's Day is, and nothing is dumb about getting someone you love or care about a surprise gift. And Riverside Wine Spirits actually has quite a lot of great gifts that aren't just booze uh, for such an occasion. So get on down there, get some beers, get on the Growler promo, and get something for that special someone. So anyway, this is kind of a special episode, guys and gals. It's special because our dear friend, our dear co-host, Alan, it's his last episode for a while. He's going on hiatus. He's going away. But uh, it's a little bittersweet. Like the beers we got tonight, actually. We got some stanky IPAs at the behest of Alan and a nitro beer because we knew he likes those. But yeah, anyway, it's Alan's last episode for a while because he's uh, he's going to take some time off to tend to his little baby boy who's slated for arrival any day now. So it's bittersweet because that's exciting, but we're also going to miss him dearly. So let's get into it. Here's episode 119 of the Brew Chat Podcast. good leadings before the show yeah um so this this is pretty cool looking beer that we got right here this is the nola brewing salvage salvage s-a-u-v-a-g savage operas savage no i think that is savage i think that's how you pronounce that yeah vage brett pale ale with galaxy hops funk five percent Salvage. The wild side, the wild side of pale. Salvage is rebirth pale ale fermented with the Dirty Dozen Brett blend, ECY 34, entirely in French oak barrels, resulting in woody and earthy notes. Finally, Salvage is finished with not one but two encores of dry hopping, because of the high level of aroma hopping. This beer is best enjoyed fresh, in good company, while getting a little wild. And there's a dude with star sunglasses and a fucking crazy-ass collar. That's pretty wild. Oh, God, there's more. Salvage Street. Oh, it's the name of a street. Okay. Is named for the wild swamp and Native American campgrounds that initially occupied the area during European development. Though it has long since been tamed and developed, for two weeks every spring, Salvage Street is transformed back into the wild heart of the city, Acting as the main entrance to Jazz Fest. What? You can hear it beat out loud. And it tells you who the artist is. Label designed by Monica Kelly Studio. It's pretty neat. It's got like jazz stuff. and. So when you asked me earlier, like, what beer should we have? And I was like, yeah. something dug out of a swamp. You found one that had like the swamp on the side of the bottle. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to 
judge a beer on how swampy it's going to be. Right. Just uh, if you've not had it before. So I asked from my New man Orleans. Travis down there. Yeah. And uh, so I'm excited about this one, this other one here, this Uanitas, which both of these we can no longer get right now in our distribution market. Oh. Well, hell. And this may have been the last bottle of this they had. Maybe. Mm. Maybe not, though. Thanks, Cherokee. <laughs> um, but yeah, you said something dug out of a swamp. This one's dug out of a farm. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, it's it not bad, like a, yeah, but no. it tastes like a barnyard. It does it taste does. like a barnyard. Mm-hmm. It really straight it's up almost, smells like a barnyard. It almost reminds me of those like fancy, fancy ciders we had where mm-hmm. it was just like pure funk, which it says on there. I mean, it's got... Yeah, I kind of like this. Nola Brewing I mean, I funk. literally smell horse shit in this beer. Yeah, straw and... Uh, straw and horse, horse shit. shit, yeah. Yeah. But in like the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. It, but no, it's there's seriously it's a horseshit there. smell. Yeah. It's, it's almost like it's almost a little too authentic. <laughs> it's good though. I like it. This is a funky beer. It's got that like sort of brie cheese thing going on. Mm, where it's got it's the like funk a, stamp on it. Yeah, it's got like a rich funkiness happening. Super rich funkiness. But very refreshing. Yeah. Light and crisp and bubbly. This is pretty good. I'm gonna give this a nice like, like orange color, mm-hmm. hazy. Mm-hmm. And uh it hangs around for a bit. I get like See a, now I a, think a, it disappears pretty quickly. I get like a clean mouthfeel kind of at the end of it. I get like a slight fruity fruitiness in there, like maybe a cherry type of fruitiness, like a but it's very slight. But I like it overall. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice and cloudy. I love me some cloudy beers. It's one of those ones that comes in a big old bomber too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in a big old bottle. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, 8.5? 9? 5% ABV. Yeah, that's that's why 8.5, I think. It'd be 9 if it was a little higher. But then it would it would kind of throw the flavors off probably. So It's batch number three. It is batch number three. Hmm. I really do like the art on that bottle. Yeah. 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 What was the booze on it? 5%. 5%. Hmm. 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 It tastes like it should be higher. Yeah, but that was I the, like mm, it. That was the mm, is this one's weird. I'm having a hard time judging it first. Yeah. Well, let's grab something else. Like we got I, I'm putting it like a six or seven right now, but it's it's a very odd one to lead with. It's definitely got that mm. sort of like really wild yeast thing going on, like one of those like off the wall like Belgian wild ones. Yeah. Mm. That's the Brett. That the it's bread? talking about, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bre- both of these Brett are pretty Amiasis. bready, but they're both pretty different in Bre- their breadiness. Like that Bre- one's got the galaxy hops or the galac. What are they? Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Harvested from the moon. <laughs> the moon. The moon rock hops. Yeah. And then this one, uh, it says just fermented with bread Bre- I can't Bre- say Bretonomyces. Three beers in. I can't say it now. We got quite a few left. We do. Because it's a special occasion. It is. Bittersweet. Yeah. Much like this beer. Alan's birthday. Not really. Yeah, no. But it's his last day for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having a kid. Having a child. Yes, a human child with a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's keeping it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be arriving in like, I don't know, two weeks or something, yeah. allegedly. Less yeah. than a month. On a little yeah. bus. Mm-hmm. Out of your wife's vagina. 
Yeah, the stork flies right out of there. Yeah. Anthony kid. <laughs> well, the stork drives the bus. Okay. Yeah, it's like a little car to bus that just... Oh, it just has a bunch of babies <laughs> on it. You know, yeah. and just comes on right out of the, the gener. <laughs> the gener. Yeah. <laughs> that's how kids... Ha- or that's how kids happen, kids. That's how yep. they teach us it works mm-hmm. in Tennessee. <laughs> Uh, We're married, so it didn't make God cry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It may have still. It may have still. It may have. It may have. Probably did. But yeah, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It'll be sad to not have you, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll still drop in. Mm. Tanner and I are going to have to get a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll just get two other completely new dudes in here. <laughs> no, it'll just be like the lightning trial round or something. We'll just <laughs> rotate through yeah, some right. old favorites, bring them in, make it like an American Idol kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Vote for your favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, I hate American Idol so much. I hate all of those shows. Every single one of those contest game shows like that, I hate every one of them. I was interested the first time American Idol happened because it was, I mean, it was, it was unprecedented. Like, yeah. and like When you were 12. Right, but yeah. and when I say interesting, I mean I didn't watch it. I just like paid attention to what people were talking about. Like, oh shoot, they're mm. really voting for like the next best person, and I was like, okay, one and done, that's cool. But mm. then like season two happened, I was like, wait, I thought we picked all the good people. Mm-hmm. How is yeah, this? Yeah, right. How's that work? And I realized, oh no, this is going to be a thing. I yeah. can't imagine it'll last long. No one's interested. Twenty years in that. later. Twenty years later. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And then there's Crazy. all those other ones like The Voice. Yeah. yeah. The talent one, which you can just get up there and do any fucking thing. And then X Factor, which mm-hmm. is new American Idol. Whatever. 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 Yeah. Let's open another beer. Let's right. do it. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Somebody yeah, else yeah, pick yeah. one. I picked that one. Well, we'll do the other big ones, I guess. guess. Yeah, we we at least know they're good, so that'll well, be good for we, sipping. Well, should we then go on these ones since we have a whole bunch of them to do and this is this one's big we got to get through we're gonna have to open all these yeah 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 well so should we save the big one in case because there's a lot of these two are very similar so maybe we should have some in between we started big let's go let's keep going big oh okay so we'll stick with this one. yeah all right cool let's do it i gotta do a lot of twisting on this plus Notice I don't have the uh, our bucket out here tonight because I don't think we'll need it. I've got faith. You got faith. I got faith. We have two bombers for the record. Two bombers. We have a six pack of two, Dewclaw beers. Yep, we have a six pack of Dewclaw beers, and then we have two more left hands. Yep, they look like the left hand. They are nitros. Oh, left hand nitro. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna pop this bitch open. Hopefully, it won't explode. We get that paper towel just in case, Tanner. This is going to land in the glass. Yeah, that last one was a little blowy. Oh, it was a little airy. It was. It's got some that was steam. far less destructive than the last time we did Looking that. Looking all right. Okay. These aren't for these. These are for the nitros. Okay. That's uh, a good idea. Oh, this one is much more yellow than the other one. Yes, Yeah, way more yellow. Way well, lighter. It looks equally almost hazy, kind of cidery. Yeah, well, it's like... Almost grapefruit juice looking. I mean, mm-hmm. this is cloudy and, well, yellow. Ooh, smells smells one of like the uh, earthy. Okay, how's this one on the swamp scale? This one is, hmm. This one is a less floral swamp. It smells pretty swampy. Mm-hmm. It's like a, yeah. 
Like this one's it's more like swamp ass. This is like yeah, the mush- this is, this is like the assy. one where like the mushrooms grow. Like this is this is more of a bog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a bog. Yeah. This is this is like yeah, there's stuff growing in this one. Definitely. Rotting. And stuff living in it. Yeah. That's Mm. That's more grapefruity than I thought it would be. I mean, I guess it looks like it, but it's got a little of that like super funky cheese at the but it's much more subtle than the other one. And it's very yeah, it light. Does. What's yeah. the ABV on this? This. <clears throat> well, we should say what we're drinking, right. I guess. This, this yeah, other yeah. one is the Unita Hopscursion Brett IPA, 6.25% ABV. Hmm. All, uh, ale fermented with Brettanomyces. This is batch number two. Oh. Each batch of Hopscursion is brewed with unique hops. Visit our website for batch details. Okay. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Support local art. Utah. The art on the bo- hmm. on the bottle here is by Nick and Aaron Potter. Have we drank from Utah? Interesting. Because that makes me think, I didn't know you well, could brew I, in Utah. Yeah, I know you, we've <laughs> had some Unitas on here before. Okay. U- Unita? So, or Unita. Yeah, there's Unita, there's Lacanitas, which is No, that's is not Unita. That's U-I-N-T-A. So it's like Unta? That's Uinta? U- Unita. That's Uinta? what I call it, Uanita. Oh, yeah. Uinta. Uinta. It's still a weird word. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Maybe it means something in Mormon. Brewed with reusable power, uh, wind, and solar. Bottled on 310.17. Mmm. That's been bottle conditioning. Mm-hmm. It's good. You need a brewing herb, whatever. That Uinta. is one advantage about these uh, just sitting on shelves. Yeah, as long as they're not getting yeah. the light pollution and mm-hmm. the temperature's constant, it can, uh, they'll do all right. Yeah, that's true. And these may have been sitting in the back because I know Riverside, ever since the Cherokee acquisition, they've got a, a whole black or dark room in the back where they store some stuff to age it. Mm. And so they probably cranked these out. And so they have just been sitting in there. Right on. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, um, me too. I got to get a little I more of the other one to give it mm. a side-by-side. I definitely like the other one more. This one just, uh, it's got a very strong, it's not horse shit. <laughs> now, see, the other one it's had just, horse it's shit. It's just like kind of muddy, gross water. Like, yeah. oh, no, I got it. I got it. This smells like uh, Colonial Williamsburg on a rainy day. I think you've said that before about something else. I agree. Maybe. However, that's also kind of horse shit and farmlandish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not mm-hmm. as specific. This, this, one, one, this one is barn. This is hay and barn. I get no hay in this one. I just get rainy, like, mud shit. Okay, see, the second There's one, I get hay. field of cows driving through the mountains, and the other one's definitely barn that needs to be cleaned out. That's definitely barn that needs to be cleaned out. <laughs> in a good way. In a, gr- in a great way. It's yeah, really good. We always, uh, <laughs> always preface our colorful descriptions. I don't know. Who knew farm animal was something you aspired to with these Brettanomyces? I don't know. Between these, what would you guys rate these? Hmm. I got. Uh, I'm gonna go with like I did an a, eight. I get a super bad pour. I gotta wait for this to calm down again. I'm gonna go with an eight on that Nola. I like that a lot. That Nola is incredibly refreshing. I might like that one more. It really is. This other one, it's just kind of there. It doesn't do. It's not really doing. I think well, I like the bad. Nola more because, not that there's anything wrong with the Unita or Unta or whatever it is, but it's. I don't want to say predictable, but it's as heavy as it looks. And has the kind of mouthfeel you think of while looking at it. But the uh, 
the Nola is much lighter, even though it still has all the flavors. Mm-hmm. Like I could drink more of the Nola, even though it's uh, lower ABV, which might also help. But I think I like the Nola more. Yeah, I think so too. It's just much stick- more interesting. I'm going to stick with an 8.5 on the Nola and give the Winter or whatever a like a 7. I'll give it a 6. I'll go with an 8 on the Nola. I think I'll go 7 and 8. Uh, the Yunta is going to be the 7. The Nola is going to be an 8. Salvage. Mm. Salvage. Yeah, I like it's that. I might, or something. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go 8.5 because there's a lot of flavor text on there. You get a nice something to Kick it up for the flavor you're... text? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to kick it up for the flavor okay. text and the cool artwork. You know what? I will too. I will. <laughs> it's a shame I didn't think of this earlier in my brew chat career, but I'll definitely add points to it based on the marketing. <laughs> I've been doing that. Yeah, when we started when we started doing this, I've been adding it. It's the whole experience. No, uh, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just didn't know like you were doing that quietly. Yeah. I would have definitely changed some of my we ratings all, around. I thought we were all doing it a little bit. I went purely by the beer, but I like the idea of arbitrarily adding marketing to it. <laughs> it's important. It is. Because that's like not knowing anything about these two beers, that's going to be what yeah. gets you. They're both they, in similar bottle shapes. I yeah. assume they were probably the same price point. Yeah, give or take. Within a few bucks of each other probably. Yeah. They're both... You know, the same style of beer. Mm-hmm. They're both about the same AV, ABV, the one's 5, the one's 6.25. But, uh, yeah, and the artwork is pretty different between them. When the guy on the side of the Sauvage bottle, he's kind of done in the style of animation like the gorillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, like over here? Yeah. That guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's very Mardi Gras-esque, very yeah. festive. Yeah, I like that it's one. From New I Orleans. like it a lot, yeah. I don't know about that, Ioannidis. It's just kind of, it's a good reflection between the states. It's I a think. good style. Like, it's true. The Ioannidis is very true to the style, I think, mm. but the Sauvage is more exciting. It just makes me think, is like, that's how you think of Utah versus New Orleans. See, I'm still surprised that any beer came out of Utah. Mm-hmm. What was the It's ABV probably Utah. That's what it is. If it's from Utah. Uinta. Uinta. It's U I N T A. Uinta. Seems like such a stretch. It's I don't from know. Utah. I know. Yeah, I don't know what that. And it's six point two five percent. Yeah. Yeah. They're not playing around. I think Utah only has certain places that you can't. Because I remember seeing a, a news article for some from somewhere in Utah that's mainly a Mormon town, but uh, a bunch of the breweries there were having trouble because it was like they could only brew to three percent. Or something like that. Hmm. So. Weird. Hmm. That's barely even beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. That's a Bud Light. I think Coors yeah, Light maybe. in Oklahoma has to be like 3%. Something like that. Dang. It's crazy. What, what sucks is these big breweries would have to brew like, oh, this is our, yeah. this is our Oklahoma, the Oklahoma beer. batch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, over here is the you know, yeah that the real batch fucking annoying it, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah stuff like that is very annoying. Hmm. I'd be interested to see like somewhere giant like Coors could are they like balancing it out so it still tastes the same or lack thereof like what in a blind yeah, would, te- yeah would in a blind test would you them, be yeah. able to tell which one's the lowered Oklahoma yeah, version yeah. versus the interesting original flavor we should we, we should get somebody to ship us some. Oklahoma cores, and we could blind taste test them. Yeah. 
and be like, mm, they both taste like water. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're probably not that much different. <laughs> yeah, well, who, who the fuck cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Let's open another one of these. All right. Yeah. Um, should we save the nitros for last? They'll be like an... Yeah, because yeah, we got to pour yeah, the entire thing. Okay. All right, I'm going to so pop those do... back in the fridge then. Yeah. So I brought back... I was able to make a six-pack of every available Dewclaw at the Total Wine in Maryland. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So I put them in order of lightest to darkest. A couple okay. of them we have before. Okay. Their flagship bare ass blonde ale, the funk blueberry citrus wheat, the uh, blood orange neon gypsy IPA, uh, the dirty little freak. I think that's some sort of dark one with some kind of flavor in it. Sweet baby Jesus, which is a chocolate peanut butter porter, and sweet baby Java, which is that plus like coffee flavor. That's pretty awesome. So you probably won't like these last couple ones, but... No, uh, the Dirty Little Freak, I think, was good. I just, let me see that for yeah, a second. Yeah, but that's Sweet Baby Jesus. The Sweet Baby Jesus... I like that one. No, no, I'll try them, but... That's good. This is ale brewed with... The Dirty Little Freak is ale brewed with vanilla beans and natural flavors added. So that sounds good. But yeah, I guess we'll start on the lighter end of it. The Bare Ass Blonde. Mmm... The oft-talked-about Maryland Brewery. They're pretty great. We used to go there all the time. So my mom was telling me that she just... I guess she had never been before or stopped in for food. She didn't have any of the beer, but she and a friend stopped there maybe a month or so ago. And they were blown away by the uh, both the portion sizes and how good the food was. And she was like... I knew you'd been going there for years. I just never understood like how good the food was and how much of it they gave you. And she's small and doesn't eat that much anyway. She's like, we should have ordered one app and split them between us. And I was like, well, we used them as beer sponges. Mm. And we went. I was like, yeah, we went there monthly because they just gave shirts and booze and like glassware away for free. But also, the food is pretty solid. It was pretty solid. And now they're moving away. They just put their house on the market. I found out last night. Mm. Where are they moving? Florida, ah, like all wow. people there, like all retirees, they're going down to the villages in Florida. Yeah. I said, so I have to go back, and this is just a nightmarish scenario that I know I have to deal with and don't know how. So as mentioned earlier, we're about to have a kid. Mm-hmm. My father's retiring early April, um, like real early April, which means we got to drag this kid, this two-month-old-ish, up to Maryland for his retirement. Um, we'll be driving, but it's still going to be miserable. Because mm-hmm. um, you're going to be having to stop to change his shit bag. Yeah, and feed him and whatnot. Yeah. And and no, the worst thing is no one's on my side. I'm trying to get like a bunch of people to be like, oh, that's awful, don't do it. But everyone's like trying to be helpful. They're like, oh, two months is the best age because he can travel and all he does is sleep still. And I'm like, you're fucking useless. But, yeah, so we get up there, and now there's the interesting thing of, like, we're not entirely sure what happens if my parents sell their house before he retires. Hmm. So his last, Hmm. there'll be a, there'll be a Glen Carey-shaped hole in the wall where he works as he's leaving, and then we're not, but we're not sure, like, what if, it's, it's a pretty popular area, Columbia's, Hmm. you know, getting more and more expensive as people are like, fuck Baltimore and D.C., we'll live in the mm-hmm. suburbs. 
And I'm just really curious as to what happens if they happen to sell and people want to move in soon. Like, what what the hell they're going to do? I mean, they could put off closing for, like, maybe a month or two. But I don't know. I mean, when I moved, the people wanted to close Yeah, like, quickly. when you're buying a house, well, when you're buying anything, you kind of want it to be quick. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I know, like, when the sellers are paying all the closing costs, I'm kind of on their schedule or whatever, but, like... The people I bought from wanted to get the fuck out fast, mm-hmm. which worked for me because I was also trying to get the like get lease the was up. I was fast. trying to like <laughs> yeah. move and stuff, so I was like, "This works." Like I'm down if you guys are down. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, but it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do. But it's a big pile of not my problem. Well, you know what I'm uh, <laughs> thinking about. What will be your problem? Taking that kid up there. Nope, hurricanes. Once they move to Florida. They're, they're, they're going to, yeah. Yeah, they'll come up here. Mm. You're going to have, mm. yeah. Well, they're, they're like, I think they're middle ish, like Disney yeah. World air. I think they're Orlando ish. That's so still hurricane time. Uh, yeah. But, hurricane town, not time. But it's the first grandkid, so I can exploit them, and I will. <laughs> um, Plus, like, it'll them be, being in Orlando, they can take them to those parks all the they, And they time. already said they yeah, will. Like, yeah. that's easy enough. They can for, just buy memberships. And that's going to be a thing where it's like, hey, we're up here during hurricane season. I'll be like, let me. I'll be like, hey. And I'll hang out with them for like a minute, get as tired as I usually do. Be like, mm, Tuesday night's rolling around. Let me stop on by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spenders! <laughs> yeah, pretty much like, hey, I need a break from my family. They're displaced, so I want to come on and drink mm-hmm. and talk about stuff. Like this, the Dewclaw Bare-Ass Blonde. It's quite good. Let me check out this bottle. I don't know if I like this. It That one... It's kind of flat tasting to me. It is a little bland. flat tasting. It. It's kind of how I remember it. Maybe that's... I don't know. I was trying to see if maybe it was a little old. I, I never... tried to check, and I think they're all... Within their drinkable days. Yeah, no, I was this, never, is, this is good. I was okay. never a huge fan of the bare ass blonde. This I always one, liked the venom and the serum yeah, better. This this one seems kind of flattish. I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad bottle, but we've had it on here before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we need to give the full review, but I'm certain it was better last time. Probably. Yeah, there's not a lot of head on here. There's not. I. It's mild. It's refreshing. I'm gonna let that warm up. Actually, I, I want to taste it's for blonde. something in there once yeah. it warms up. It's it's a, it's not an exciting Blondale. It's a drinkable Blondale. It's definitely clearer, but also darker in color than both the other beers we had. It's a good one to drink when I'm stuffing a crab pretzel or duck fat fries down my gullet. Mm. Oh, duck fat fries. <laughs> I don't like that. Open up one of those other ones. I, I don't like. It. I'm gonna let it okay. mine warm okay. up because we'll I'm because it's. Uh, I'm not going to say yet, but... Yeah. I'm Moving on to the... Yeah. Oh, snap. Is there flavor text on the all funk. of them? Yeah. Yep. Bare-ass... Uh, let me go back to the bare-ass blonde. Our blonde bombshell will turn your head with her smooth, light malt flavor, mild hop character, and crisp, refreshing finish. Mm, two out of three in bad. But don't let the innocent look for you. She's got a way of stripping away all the pretense and getting right to the naked truth. Brewed in Baltimore, right Maryland, uh, 5% ABV. All right. That's Bare Ass Blonde. Moving on to the next one. Uh, the Funk Blueberry Citrus Wheat. I don't think I've ever had this on draft. But uh, 
slide into the groove of this soulful fusion of American wheat and hops that sets the rhythm for a stunning encore of blueberry and Meyer lemon. Now tear the lid off this sucker, because you're going to just dig it. They seem to end with, like, an ellipses and all-cap stuff. Okay. Mm, I like that. A blueberry like citrus rate. wheat, also 5% ABV. So, just real quick, um, my buddy Duncan, this is unrelated to anything, but yeah, our, yeah. our friend Duncan, we have a friend, he moved to Nashville. Um, he texted me, and I got the notification on my watch. Okay. So, thanks, smartwatch. I was able to check it, but it was ridiculous enough, and I thought I would share this. Okay, okay. Um... He says, so guess what? I made a citizen's arrest today. <laughs> Go on. Fucking intense. And I said, what the fuck? And he says, yeah, dude. I pulled into the thrift store, and this guy had a bunch of stuff in his hands, and this little girl of a manager came out and started pulling on the stuff in his hands, saying he stole, and this guy was about to drag this girl to the ground, and at that point, I had to step in, so I kicked him in the back of the knee, sent him down to the ground and threw a headlock on him without even questioning the situation. <laughs> so I had him there for like five minutes until the cops came and made a report. So yeah. <laughs> and then he Shit, said, I said, yeah. we're podcasting. Can I talk about this? He said, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I figured Wait, I would share ask with him everyone. what part of Nashville he was at. Okay, I'll ask him. But yeah. we can continue on yeah, talking yeah. about stuff. We'll, we'll get more information yeah. as this progresses. But yeah. yeah. So like the other one, the head on this disappeared kind of quick. Disappeared super quick, but I like it. I like, I like the, the smell of it. The blueberry, it's super blueberry. It almost smells like a uh, like a blueberry cologne. It does. I wish it had more. Like it smells like a Bath and Body Works sort of situation. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It just needs more. I hope they're not all going to be like flat. I wish something. it had, yeah. I This one, again, tastes a little bit flat. It This one tastes more yeah. flat than the other one. It's got, I mean, yeah, it's... I can taste the essence of how this would be really good. Yeah, it's this got should be no like a lawn, head retention. None. This should be like a lawn mowing pool beer. Mm -hmm. This may be pretty good to make some beer cocktails with. It's got that blueberry yeah. in there. Mix it with some shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it when I just sipped it, but there's a little bit of funk in there. Like a cheesiness. The deeper I smell, the more lemon I get out of it. Mm-hmm. It's got everything there except for the uh, any sort of carbonation. It even looks kind of flat. It looks kind of like a cider. Yeah, it does. That's disappointing. God, I was so happy to make a six-pack out of all these. They better not all, like, disappoint me like that. Hmm. You do get the blueberry. I get all the flavors. It, it wants to be good so badly. Yeah. Like, I bet on draft, it's really solid. Slide into the mm. groove of this soulful fusion of American wheat and hops that sets the rhythm for a stunning encore of blueberry and Meyer lemon. Mm -hmm. Now tear the lid off this sucker, because you're gonna... It yeah, slides I right down the gullet. Good. Yeah. Respect the fluid. Yep, that's their tagline. Yeah, I feel I like, like the fluid's not respecting itself. Yeah. It's like, hmm. It's, hmm. This one would be a good one for, like, topping off with one of those left hands, assuming this had any sort of, like, carbonation left to it, but Ooh. doing, like, a like a black and blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can save some and try that. There's not that much left there. It's half a bottle. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. There's enough sure to experiment. Sure damn now. See, what else we got over here? Okay, yeah. What I don't else? know. Oh, we yeah, should, we should rate these, though, before we move okay. on. Yeah, um, we should rate them. 
Uh, We're gonna have way too many to like remember. I'm gonna start yeah. typing. Yeah, this let's down. just go in pairs. Okay. Let's rate every two beers. We that's what we sort of started here. Let's do Are that. Are you taking notes over there? I'm about to like at least make a list of them. Okay. So oh the Sauvage. Much my phone will autocorrect to Savage. I put him at an eight point five. The Unita units. That's what this autocorrected to. I've had it a seven. I like the bare ass Blondale for what it is. I'll put that. I'm putting that as like a. Uh, I'll put that as like a like an eight. This blueberry, the the funk though. God, I want it to be better. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rate it lower than I'd like to because it just didn't stick the landing. Um, I'm that putting this down to like a five. Oh, I want it to be so much better. I know. It hurts me to put it down at a five. It should be up there in like the eights and 8.5s, but without any sort of head retention to it, it's just kind of, I'll give it a, I'll bump I'm it giving, up to a six. I'm but. giving the bare ass blonde a 5.5 and I'm giving the funk a six. Now I've got the blood orange neon gypsy, uh, packaged August, 2017. Okay. So at least it, it's a good beer. It's a fresh beer. Yeah. Okay. Same brewery. Same brewery. Oh, these are all from now. The they're same all brewery. from the okay. single. All from Duclos. They're all from <clears throat> single shelves. So I don't know if they all arrived like at the same time mm-hmm. or on the same truck or anything. Okay. Finally, some head. Okay. Oh yeah, that looks good. So it's not. Okay. Yeah, this one's looking good. I smell the blood orange. Oh, lots of head. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. I was trying to be aggressive. I was aggressive on the funk pour, and it did nothing for me because the bare ass was kind of, like, sad. So I was like, ah, let me try and be a little more dangerous on this. Oh, this has some fucking flavors. Yeah. I can smell. I just – I had to get some of the head out of the way, so I, you know, I went down on it. And <laughs> well, I get a lot of blood orange in this. Sucked that off, and, yeah, there was so much flavor just right. in that. Yeah. Hit me there. I didn't even get the beer. Brought us some water out because clearly we're going to need to wash some glasses out here in a second. Yeah, I went with the mild, uh, I recycled the mild bare-ass blonde, figured that'd be okay. It's no rock tail. It's lemony fresh. Kind of pine Oh, that is bubbly. <clears throat> uh, okay. I get a lot of the blood orange on the nose. Did you do this already? Did I miss I did not, know. Okay. This crisp, yeah, clean IPA blends the grapefruit, citrus, and pine notes of seven hops with the tart sweetness of blood orange for a flavor profile that roams your palate long after the beer's bittersweet finish. Now pop the top, because it's bloody refreshing. Respect the flu at Duclaw.com. Baltimore, Maryland. 6.5. Ooh. Nice. This is my favorite so far. Yeah. Out of out of these ones. Um, I'm going to give this, like, I didn't actually get to the beer yet. I'll give it about a 6.5. I give, yeah. it, a, I give it a total. I'll give mm. those other two some meager fours. Mm. Ooh. This one's very pine solely to me. I feel like I would clean my floor with this. Mm. I see what you're saying. I do. I feel like the other IPAs were better ones. This is a much more normal IPA, and following those other ones is tough, but I'll give this like a six. I was going to say 6.5. Yeah, about six for me as well, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go six. I like it way better than those I, other two for sure. I started though. to write 6.5, and I finished the mm. six, and then I was like, eh, I'll just leave it there. That's about how I feel about that one. I'll just leave it there. Yeah. <clears throat> Go back to the savage. That wasn't the savage. Savage. I drank the wrong one, you guys. Savage, damn it. <laughs> Are you 
are you using the expensive water to rinse this out, or are you just refilling an empty thing? I'm just refilling an empty thing. Okay. Yeah, we're not that fancy. <laughs> we use Fiji when we don't have <laughs> Rocktail. <laughs> I will say, though, as far as water goes, there's a brand of water called Voss, and it comes in these cylindrical bottles. Oh, yeah. I, that water is legit pretty good. That's my favorite water. I saw this has to be like a like a Colorado hipster thing. I don't it wasn't mineral water, but it was like oh what the hell is the weird term for it? Remember that black stuff I oh, it was yeah. black. It had it was like infused with I don't know nature. Yeah. And it had a weird It was just called black water, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah but they it was called it like BLK. They, okay. They dropped all the vowels out of the name. Of course they did. Yeah, and I drank it because it was like on the company dime for breakfast. So I was like, this is the like weirdest fuck. Like, who the fuck? Why would anyone get this? And I was like, <laughs> I'll find out to pay for it. This, I'll give it a shot. Did it make you feel better or anything though? Like, did it you did ship not. better or something? No. Um, it was there. Like firmer turds or better pisses? It or? tasted like I only had one bottle. It wasn't like I couldn't do a full cleanse on it. Mm. But it was. It tasted like just sort of stale. Ish. I have an update from Duncan. Okay. All right. All right. Duncan says, it was in Nashville, Nolensville Pike in Antioch. Yep. I was going to, I was assuming it was in Antioch, but I didn't want to say something because I've not been up there in some time or lived there or frequented places, but Antioch can be a little bit of a rough area. Oh, alkaline water. That's what it is. I looked it up. It is BOK premium alkaline water. Infused with vulvic trace. Vulvic. Vulvic trace. Vulvic. F U L V O C. Vulvic trace. It's a derivative of plant matter. So I'll call it plant shit. Plant vulva. The dirty little freak. Yeah, it was. I was afraid of it. I drank it, but it was there. Not worth the price. I can tell you this. And I, you know, like I said, I didn't drink it regularly, so I don't know if it was going to change up my digestive tract at all. But not worth the price tag. Tasted kind of there. And I imagine if you'd spill it, it would stain things because it's black. So meh is how I described it. What's that supposed to mean? Meh. No, you didn't want it to stain things because it's black? Because the water's black. Like it's pitch okay. black. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just saying. Does it have sediment in it like when you drink it? No, there wasn't. I didn't see anything floating at the bottom. It was, for as weird looking as it was, I found it incredibly boring. Hmm. Like, I I wanted it to do or be more than what it was for being just pure swamp-looking water. But you, know, you know what that water's for, though, and it's marketed towards this? Hipsters. That, but it's like those people, it's like you have those specific breeds of hipsters. It's those people that want to be seen being oh, weird yeah. and it's like I'm healthy. I'm making healthy choices. That's why I'm drinking this weird fucking black water. It's the blah, people blah, blah, of blah. Boulder is who it yeah. was for. It, Boulder, it, Colorado. It's the people <laughs> that go to Whole Foods to be seen. Right. You know? Ugh. Man Those buns. People. Yeah. 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 Man buns. Not because it looks good or because it's convenient, but because like I want people to know I have one. A man bun. They're the worst. They are. Although I could see them being handy getting your hair out of your face. You know what's really handy to get your hair out of your face? Do you want to venture a guess? A goddamn haircut? Yeah, getting a goddamn haircut. <clears throat> or a ponytail or anything. Anything. <laughs> we as a society have accepted man buns and all the consequences that come with that. 
Tell me something about this dirty little freak because I'm getting all sorts of weird smells and tastes, and I yeah, can't tell you this, anything. I get, I, get this a, is a, I, get, I get a cherry sort of like. There's a, lots of stuff in here. So. I get like raw vanilla bean. Yeah, I get a chocolate covered cherry. Mm, I definitely get coconut. Okay, I get coconut now that you okay, said yeah, it. Okay, yeah, I smell that too. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, I like this. A dominant blend. <clears throat> sorry, of roasted malt, coconut, caramel, and chocolate essences. Barely restrained by a gentle hop bite that tantalizes your senses all the way through to a satisfying finish. Submit to indulgence, but be warned, there is no safe word. This? All right. Respect the fluid. Duclaw.com. I really wish this was on Nitro. 5.8. Again, I'm going to rank this one in about a 6, 6.5, somewhere in there. I don't like coconut. I do like I coconut. Like I just wish. Uh, be rough. My problem with coconut and beers is it seems like people are a little afraid to fuck with it. It's like coconut's a divisive thing. It's like the Last Jedi. You know, yeah. there are people that like it, there are people that don't. It's true. I it's like coconut, divisive. but if you're gonna give me an imperial like coffee stout with coconut, I'm expecting it to taste like fucking Mounds Bar. And they, they won't lean that hard into the coconut to make it taste like a Mounds Bar. I get like 50 50 vanilla coconut. Like a little bit of chocolate at the end of it. Mm. I like it. I think it's got everything it needs. I What it really needs is to be on nitro. This needs to be a dessert beer. Yeah, nitro yeah. the fuck up. It's pretty light bodied. It's it's almost like a Schwartz beer. What are we clocking in at with this thing? 5.8. 5.8. Yeah. I'm going to up my rating, actually. I'm going to give it a 7 because the more I drink of this, the more I like it. It goes down mm. smooth. Mm. Light I get bodied. more of the coconut. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give this a... I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah, I judged it too harshly. I'll go with 7. I'm going to go with a 7. I'm going to try the next two, but personally, I would rate them probably really low. One of them has my least favorite flavor. One of them has two of my least favorite flavors. (laughs) (laughs) Let's dig on in. To the point where, like, coffee's my second least favorite flavor, but I'm hoping it just overpowers the the peanut butter. I remember enjoying this one in the past. Hopefully it doesn't I'm going to help me rinse out with the uh, Sauvage. Yeah, give this me a little bit of that Sauvage. Oh, shit. Don't. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Nice save. Sauvage. Oh, that is a hard one to... Uh, oh, you are going to hate this beer. <laughs> probably. That Sauvage is a hard one to <laughs> suck the foam out of when it's like... Fault like going out of your glass. That is, that is I can chew it. It's potent. <laughs> I did it myself. I'm used to these like flatter beers now. I was a little more hard on the pour than I should have been. I can chew the scent of this peanut butter and jelly sandwich fucking beer. That's how Me. thick this thing Thanks. just smells. I'm gonna pour just like the smallest bit. Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Oh, it so smells like a Reese's. Butter. Yeah, you're going to hate that. I know. <laughs> I knew it when I got it, but they were the six. I could make a mix of six with it. I found six singles, and I was like, I'm doing it. Oh, my God. That is just all peanut butter. If you like it's I assume if you like peanut butter, you'll like this, but I do not. I get a little bit of the jelly flavor there, too. There's jelly in it? That is entirely no. too much peanut butter. Like it's thick. Yeah. It sticks to the roof of your mouth, yeah. too, like peanut butter. It's crazy. Uh. <laughs> Have fun, brown bear. <laughs> <sighs> this is some Oppenheimer shit. Like, oh. Just because you could doesn't mean you should. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's peanut buttery. Oh. 
I'll just smell it. <clears throat> I don't like that at all. It oh, the so fun from the like Sauvage is not saving me. Oh, I bet those That's don't I hate about well peanut butter. All. It just permeates everything. Like, you try and eat something afterward. I don't like that. It doesn't go like away. That. Well, we got another one here. The Sauvage is... I'm drinking the Sauvage to get the peanut butter uh, taste out of my mouth, and it's it's... Not the Sauvage isn't even funky this anymore. This must be super rough on you. I at least like it peanut is. butter, but I don't like that. Oh. That's like it smells like artificial like peanut butter flavoring, or it Ugh. tastes like that. I'm not a fan. It does not the, taste like a Reese cup. Yeah, the dirty little freaks saying. about to move yeah. up in my ranking because it is. I thought the Sauvage was the most potent flavor. It did not do shit to kill that peanut butter, and the dirty little freak came to the rescue for me. I'm gonna wipe the old palate mostly clean. Ugh. So peanut buttery. Yeah, no, some some beers get better the more you drink them. This one, unfortunately, does not. It gets worse the more you drink it. Not this I one. feel like after saying, like, I love Duclaw and everything they do, <clears throat> these bottles, the bottles have disappointed me. They have. It's, it's terrible. Now, this is not something you'd like in the first place. But no, but general, the bottle, the brewery execution is phenomenal. You know, judge it as you will. I'm not going to defend it when the bottles are kind of meh, but okay. the brewery execution is amazing. It, I don't know, maybe they just don't translate to bottles Some well. Some of the best nachos I've ever had are at that place. Every, the food is just, if you, if you want to taste like the quintessential Maryland cuisine, you can go there and they have everything. Oh, yeah. All right, one Sweet more of these. Baby Java. Sweet I hope the coffee overpowers Java. it. <clears throat> Our GABF medal-winning robust chocolate peanut butter porter infused with whole bean espresso. This one's peanut butter too. It's that. To it's depth. that old one plus coffee. Yeah, to add new depth and complexity to our sweet baby. Come on. Pop the top, take a sip, and you'll wonder where has this been all my life. Ugh. This one's not in all caps because it's a pun. Uh, can you hand me I that, for real like, thought you were going to read off right uh, Pop the Top, the Fun Don't Stop, like that Pringles huh. 6.2. Once you pop, the fun don't stop? Once you pop, mm -hmm. the fun don't stop. It don't. Once you pop. Are you guys ready? I'm about to pop. Let's pop. Pop it. It's time for the fun to not stop. It's not stopping. It is not stopping. We are having fun from here on out. <laughs> I was trying to open this like surreptitiously. I know. You guys just, don't have a my choice. laughter completely <laughs> killed the subtlety. Alan was trying to open a. We keep candies here on the table where we record. Tanner Drew just right with the candy. Alan shout out to Tanner. Candy, yeah. uh, subtly, but just it almost worked. But it just made me, it. It's made me. He's laugh. always stuck for any perspective guest. He always keeps like the variety of those Lindor truffles. And well, the black one's like the darkest nice. chocolate one, one of the darker chocolate ones they got. So well, I was we using can, that as a we can actually cleanser. thank Brian for the truffles. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, brought, those are Christmas truffles. Yeah. Oh shit! Thanks, um, Brian. Mm -hmm. He's not. Does he bring them every time? No. No, he just he brought them when he came on the other week. And, okay. Uh, I like I like a mixture. I like to swap it out. I'll put Reese's in there. I'll put Kit Kats. I like how you keep them in your bathroom. Yeah, I mean, people like chocolate, man. It also, I like it because if we have guests on, chocolate literally and chemically makes people happier. Yeah, it got rid of that so, peanut butter out of my mouth, so yeah. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I usually go for the blue wrap dark chocolate ones or, yeah, the black is a new one for over here. I was, I was pretty stoked about that. I'm taking this other one. I like that dark. 
Yeah, I had to. I had I'm to not get. pouring much of this one. I'm not either. This I kind of like less than the other one. If you're looking for peanut butter, the peanut butter is a little more subdued in the smell. It's mm-hmm. way more subdued. Yeah, and in the flavor. Yeah, you even. get a little bit. Of, actually, you guys will probably like this one way better. You mean you for me? I'll hate you it. You won't less. like it. No, you'll hate I it. I do less. like this one better. There's not. Yeah. Yeah. Because the my problem with the last one is I, unlike Alan, I like peanut but butter. But that one's not really peanut buttery. After tasting them back to back and hating both of them, the the sweet baby Java does in fact cut down on the peanut butter. So, mm. in my mind, that's a very good thing. I do like this one way better. I give the last one a two. And uh, their peanut butter. I'll give this one. I'll give this one a six. I'm bumping the dirty little freak up to an eight because of its ability to <laughs> cleanse the palate. Not that it gives you like a refreshing plow, but it completely masks whatever you just ate. And knowing that, I would almost keep that around as like, like I would almost bring that beer. You know what I would do with the dirty little freak? Giggity. I would bring it like a six pack of it to like a dinner party where I'm not mm-hmm. entirely convinced of the host's ability to cook. <laughs> no, no, we've all, we've all been there. You show up and you're like, yeah. you're not going to be a bad guest. And you sort of power through a meal or a snack or whatever they got laid out for. You're like, oh, I made these cookies. And it's like, mm, that's good. And I would, I would, the, the dirty little, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the dirty little freak does the job of like, this is the worst fucking casserole I've ever had. But my but like on paper it sounded good, so I took a big portion, like of this lasagna. Turns out it's fucking awful. And despite oh, the sauce is watery. Yeah, like or despite like what this person, yeah. no, 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 like not like just un, uh, you know, not great, but like it's just bad. Like zucchini and banana lasagna shouldn't be a thing. Okay, like they yeah, swore okay. by it. You got it. You were like, oh, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's zucchini, banana, and radish lasagna. And you're like, that's horrible. But I'm, I'm not going to like, I, I took like the a four, four by four, four inch by four inch square of this thing. I'm, I got to power through it. Mm-hmm. The dirty little freak does the job of making me, of masking what I just ate and the terrible flavors within. Like, at least with the peanut butter thing, like, I can, it's bad, but, like, I could fake a peanut allergy and be mm. like, mm, can't do that. But if there was, so like, you a, don't like any peanut butter. I hate, so there's, recently there's been a slight change to this. Is I, I think I've gone on record before saying peanut, peanut butter is my least favorite flavor mm. thing. I can sniff it out. I can taste it. It's awful. Now, peanut oil, things fried in peanut oil, mm-hmm. doesn't taste any different to me. I don't give a shit. I can read it on a menu. I still don't give a shit. I'll eat fries, anything boiled in peanut oil. But at the Alex Thai Smile downtown, I get the pad Thai, and they sprinkle some peanuts on the side. And I swore for the longest time, I must have made up in my head that they were cashews. And it turns out they're not. But, and I will pat myself on the back for this, it's not like I read it after eating this thing several times and being like, oh, God, I can never have it. I was like, you know what? I've eaten it this long. There's just like a little sprinkling of it on the side. And so I, and anytime I would mix it in with everything anyway. So mm. I get it a level five spicy. I can barely taste what I'm eating. And so fuck it. Like I, I leave them there. And it'd be really easy to say no peanuts, but I hate the sprouts more. Mm-hmm. And I've been eating it with the peanuts. So normally if I, like, I don't want to confuse people too much or mod too much because I hate that. So I don't want to say like no peanuts and no sprouts. I've been doing fine with the peanuts. They're probably good for me. 
and maybe like I think peanuts are good for you. Yeah. And I've said before, like they I don't like wake up like excited that I hate peanuts or peanut butter. Like I wish I liked it. So if I can use this one, the uh, the only thing in the world that has peanuts in it knowingly, and mm-hmm. I like it. If I can keep using that as to hopefully like make it a gateway to other peanut things, like I'm about it. But it's been 32 years. I wouldn't eat peanut butter as a child. Mm. Like it was. Like I swear, my sister, my sister loves it more yeah. than anything. She loves peanut butter. It's good. And I feel like it must have been like some weird defensive thing growing up, where it's like she realized if it had peanuts or peanut butter in it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go near it. So she just evolved growing up to just. Add peanut butter to everything. I feel like peanut allergies are kind of a new thing. Like, yeah, new were. I mean, not new, but I mean, because I remember when I was a kid, the first time I came across it, I was at vacation Bible school. And one of the kids, it was like a big deal. They had to like recall all the snacks because one of the kids was like, yeah, my mom says I'm allergic to peanut butter. And, it, yeah. and they fr- were like, yeah. oh, my God, give us all the snacks. Yeah, that's a I thing. was like, this kid's allergic to peanut butter? Like, what the hell? Like, has he never heard of peanut butter and jelly? This kid's faking. But now I feel like there's a ton of people allergic to peanuts. Well, now it's – they used to do the thing where it's like, oh, don't give kids peanuts until they're like four or six or some bullshit. But now they reversed it. I plan on doing this with my kid where it's like, no, expose them early so they're not one of them. Expose them to everything, man. No, that's – yeah. There's some things like I know they're like – Wait until they're – like well done burgers until they're like six. And I like I can get that. Like that was another fun thing is my mother and father would grill like medium well to well done burgers growing up Mm -hmm. and steaks too. And I – I mean, like, I'd eat burgers, like, if you want to call, like, a McDonald's burger a burger. Mm. But, like, like a big burger was never really my jam growing up or steak, definitely not. But then one day I was working at a restaurant and I had a medium rare steak and I was like, this is so much fucking better than any steak I've ever had in right? my life. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is so good. And I was, like, 24 and I went home. I was like, Mom, I had the best fucking steak. Like, uh, it was so red and bloody and everything. It was medium. I remember the the chef said it was medium rare. It was the best thing I've ever eaten. I started ordering burgers like that. Yeah. It changed everything. It's I've got a whole new world of, like, meat and beef opened up to me. And she told me, she was like, oh, I've been making your stuff, like, well done. That's how I like mine. I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, I just sort of, like, everything's been sort of cooked longer growing up. I didn't know you liked that, but I... I always, like, throw my burger on the grill later or pull it off sooner because yeah. that's how I like it. I was like, my food's been, fu-. like, <laughs> so it's not that I didn't like burgers or steak growing up. You were just, you were cooking your own stuff on the sly much, you know, at a lower temp. Mm-hmm. I could have been, like, I, it's so they're, you know, my parents are cooking. I'm like, ah, I'll stick with hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these burgers suck. I don't yeah. like, I don't like, like, real burgers. Turns out I do. (laughs) Yeah, it exposed you earlier. You would have learned how you. That's what she said. She's like, I had no idea. I was like, me neither. But thanks for not letting me know. When I worked at Sushi Nabe, which shout out to them was my very first job back when I was uh, like 15, 16. I remember kids would come in there. Like we're talking like three, four, five year olds sit at the sushi bar and eat sushi with their parents, like raw sushi. Mm -hmm. Expose them to everything, man. Yeah, just builds them up, makes them stronger. Yeah, that's what immune systems are for. Yeah. That's why I welcome a small And flavor cold. profiles, too. You know? Like I was saying, yeah. like, it's not like when I was eight, I was, you know, allergic to a medium rare burger. It's mm-hmm. that they were like, oh, we'll just keep cooking them this way. And that's sort of what we'll just do. Like, no, mm-hmm. it turns out that there's so much better 
not burned to a hockey I had the puck. exact same experience with meat, to be honest. It was just like it had been cooked like medium well my entire life. Yeah. And then I would see my parents order steak and they're like, oh, medium well. I'm like, okay, I guess I get it medium well. And then it wasn't until later I was like medium rare this shit and I liked it bloody yeah. and pink and completely changed it like steaks and hamburgers for me. But it's now got me thinking all this time in my life I've been begrudging a good hamburger steak. Mm-hmm. But every time I've had a hamburger steak, it's cooked super well done. Maybe I would like it a little bloody. Mm. No, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, the chef wasn't going to cook it above medium for yeah. like himself or like the rest of the staff. He's like, yeah. eat this. And I'm like, well, it looks cartoonishly pink and bloody. Mm-hmm. And it's not like anyone in a cartoon ever turned down a steak, which is how I base most of my life experience. Like, what do they do in Looney Tunes? But I was like, holy shit, this is good. This mm-hmm. is so much better. Why does this... He's a chef. He must be way better than my mom as a cook. But yeah. my mom's a solid cook, so I don't yeah. know what's <laughs> nope, just she was overcooking the steaks for us and uh keeping hers throwing hers on five minutes later and pulling them off early. Damn. Does other meat can I get chicken? And they're like, No. <laughs> you can't no, medium rare chicken will kill you. I'm like, all right. Yeah, can't do chicken. No, anything no. anything with a temp, duck. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to say. I found out, like, duck breast and duck confit were different the other day. I feel like I should have known that, but they're not the same. So, wait. <laughs> so wait a minute. Backing up real quick. Okay. As a vegetarian, why can a duck be cooked to temperature, but a chicken cannot? I feel like it's the condition we keep chickens in as a society. And by I feel like, I mean, like, this is sort of things I've been told. Chicken right. is a different kind of bird. I guess. Um, we keep them in, like, shitty... I mean, you've seen the chicken yeah, plant. Yeah, no, we work like, right by the chicken plant. We, we do everything we can to make our chickens efficient and unhealthy and just large so we can kill them quicker. So right. there's there's that. Ducks, I think, like, no one... It's expensive, so no one has streamlined the duck fattening process. Like, a duck is a... They sort of like cage-free wild raise them. Okay. And they go don't down pump to the them. pond. Yeah, they don't pump them full of hormones them. and other shit. Okay. So you raise your ducks, you send them to slaughter, but it's like a much more natural and healthy way of doing it. Right. And they are meatier, I guess. I don't know. I I don't know. That's I have delicious. asked, and it's. I mean, as a vegetarian, you've probably seen the conditions chickens are kept I in. Definitely but yeah, have, it's yeah. it's bad, and you can't do that to ducks so they wind up being healthier and because of that there's the extra labor involved which is why it's more expensive expensive. yeah and you're not buying like like mcdonald's and grinding up ducks because if it was cost efficient (laughs) they would if it was right if it was cost efficient and they were able to mass produce and jack up the ducks they would but you see (laughs) it burgers yeah you see it at fancy restaurants and i guess that's the reason for it it's like quail like no one's yeah it's like mcdonald's not serving bison burgers yeah no one's like exactly no one's like filling the cornish game hen or the bison dude arby's has a market yeah yeah. arby's has venison since when Uh, a couple months it's select arby's okay i was gonna say the lake site one i'm pretty sure it doesn't because Shamefully, I would eat it. No, no, I've been hearing it. Like, no, I'd be really interested to try it. Uh, We should look up and see if any around here do. I'm down. Because I love venison. I do too. Yeah, and it's, I I mean, I've grown up around here, so it's always been sort of, I've had it, but I was a pussy child, so I wouldn't eat it. And then as I got older and got into food, I was like, 
now I'll, I will no joke pretty much try anything once. And Especially an animal. Yeah. I will try any animal once. And venison's good. It is. It gives you the toots, though. It straight up gives me the toots like crazy. I haven't, okay, I haven't had the toots, so to speak, but, <laughs> but like other animals like lamb, like it was the same thing. Like once I wound up at the restaurant, I was like, there's other animals to eat and they can all yeah. be bloody. They were like yeah. lamb. Like I can, I can, amazing. I can happily say I've never ha- seen, I've never even seen or had well done medium well lamb, but. Mm. No, cause you don't ruin lamb like that. Exactly, yeah, but yeah. I ate it and I was like, "This is fucking good." Mm-hmm. Uh, duck at like a medium rare, um, that's just banging. I don't know why. Like I said, I don't know why See, you can temp a duck, but venison, lamb, duck couldn't take me in the wild. Yeah, so I'm not that's, gonna be yeah. those. Yeah, I may depend. So depending on the duck, you, what if it was eat, like moose meat? Like you that could would kill eat you. Something that could kill you? Is that well, what you're saying? You would like eat. an apex predator. You I've had eat, the I've had the shark some gator. I've had Alec, gator. I've had yeah, I've had gator. gator. It was all right. I I think I tried like a little bit of it again, and it wasn't. I don't, I don't know. I love gator. If someone prepares it well, I'll give it another shot. Them. But yeah. what about like a moose? That could kill you. Yeah, but it wouldn't like kill and eat me. Okay, I got you. No, it would just kill you out of negligence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like you would turn around. I would hit it with my car and die on yeah. impact. That's yeah. what would happen. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's the same thing could be said of a bison, though. You're like, yeah. 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 You can hit no, a moose it's not or you can thing. hit a wall yeah. at 60 miles an hour. It's same right deal. Out the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. no, it's not, it's not going to, like, unless I'm encroaching on its territory, which I wouldn't do, it's not going to, you know, attack and kill me. Right. It's not going to, like, stalk me. As yeah, prey. it's not going to use you as food. So. Right. A lion, I would do. Bear. Mm. Predators. I, I have never had bear, but I want to. I mean, honestly, I, I want like any mm-hmm. animal. That's what I was saying. But I, I draw the line at wild boar. Wild boar is like right on the line there. Like they're super dangerous. Dude, boar and they're super omnivorous. Up. And they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> omnivorous. Omnivorous. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're about where I draw yeah. the line there. That's the. Hmm. It's another animal like I would want to take with a sword. I know we've had that conversation. Oh yeah, before. just go out to see if you can. I, I'm certain I could take it. a like the black bear was up uh, in the air. I I'm certain I could take a wild boar with a sword because mm. they They're charge fast. at you. I could just sort of hold they it. Go I could to, just hold it there. They go like 40 miles an hour. I know, but I would crouch down and hold the sword out. It would do the job for uh, me. Dude, I don't. It know. would. I'd feel in the morning, but it would be. A, it would kebab itself. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I. I the trick with that is I think you'd have to outsmart a boar. Yeah. Yeah. But with a boar, I feel like I have enough vertical lift that I could stand next to a wall, wait for it to be there, jump straight up. Mm-hmm. It smacks itself into the wall and gets dazed. And then I can land and just swing the sword and end it. Because they're also dumb. They're dumb like, as shit. Like that would You'd work have with- to trick them. You'd have to like have them run at you and then you dodge and then... Yeah, that's like, what I yeah. I couldn't do that with a, with a black bear. That would be mm-hmm. like a straight up fight. Well, the problem with a bear, at least, you know, I've never fought a bear. Me neither. So I've gotten a real experience here. But from what I gather is they're tough as shit. They're tanks. Right. So even if you have a large caliber gun and happen to get a blow to the head, unless you get a square between the eyes, Mm -hmm. you're not going to kill that thing. You're just going to piss it off. And you're going to send it into a berserker rage because it's like, oh, I'm dying. Yeah, Ah." a grizzly, absolutely. But I think in an arena, I might be... And I've never had any of our commenters like say otherwise. I think I could take one in some sort of like Game of Thrones style arena mm-hmm. with a real sword 
the little black bear because you like stand up and scream and it's like ah whatever. Well, a little black bear, yeah. No, 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 grizzly, I'm dead. Easy. Oh, yeah. No, a grizzly would <laughs> murder me. But even with the big sword, because I think I think I you're don't have the off. physical strength or fortitude to take a grizzly. Well, I think you're better off fighting a grizzly with a big ass sword, like a giant like claymore sort of sword, like a Braveheart sword. Now you've got to think shit. you can swing it around. I mean, I got That's the heavy as fuck. I got the Gandalf. I, I have like the bastard sword, like a like a long sword, kind of hand and a half. Yeah. Maybe if a grizzly. Like reared up on its hind legs, I could plunge it in there. But that also assumes that I'm gonna like not be shitting my pants, mm. have the mental wherewithal to plunge a sword into the heart of a reared up grizzly. Well, I That's assume like, I, I mean a grizzly when it stands up, I mean it's it's exposed it's nine ten feet tall, right? It's, and if you know, I throw just sword into up, its heart, I could take it down. But I don't know if in the moment I have that the ability to do that. But they're slow. Not really. They're not slow, slow enough. No? no. They're faster than you are. And look, yeah. they're slow. Yeah. 15-year-old Alan might have stood a chance. 32-year-old yeah. sure Alan these is flabby, has heartburn, and is wildly out of shape. I'd make it 40 <laughs> meters, and, and that's optimistically. Like two or three strides. Yeah. I would, well, there's to be the adrenaline. I'm factoring that in. Okay. I right. would, I'd make it 40 yards. But, and you know what? Here's the thing. I'd make it 40 yards, and I'd be so exhausted. I'd be like, just fucking kill me. I don't even care anymore. Like, it's yeah. – oh, I don't give a fuck. Just kill me. Just as long as I don't have to run yeah. anymore. Did exactly. you guys see that video? There was a – well, Vine's not around, but it was a Vine-like video. But there was a cyclist cycling through somewhere in the woods, and he looks back. He's got a GoPro on his helmet, a grizzly bear's chasing him. Like, just – and he's – Pedaling, he gets away, but geez. Yeah, okay, so on a bicycle, this guy was chased by a grizzly. You got yeah, and, and that, he, he looked terrified. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you guys want to, like, we should do give this. Give it a shot. We've got see the if, see tasting glasses. we got the tasting glasses, but you got to upend it. Yeah, so. you know how it goes. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, because I'm thinking of the Boddington's one where it's more than a pint. Yeah, it's 16. Scared me for a yeah. second. Those nitro beers. Yeah, this is only the 12 ounces instead of, what, the 16.9? Oh, that's true. That's yeah. where I was concerned. Yeah, Yeah. so this is uh, left, left hand, hand milk nitro. stout nitro. The bittersweet, because it's bittersweet Aww. that you're leaving. Aww. The nitro imperial <laughs> coffee milk stout. Oh, coffee. Mm. You know what? I'll enjoy it better than the... Uh, you probably will. Look at that. There you go. It's not peanut buttery. It is not. Yeah. Should we crack that other one open? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, I mean, honestly, you guys might be able to split this one. Oh, that's true. That's true, because he, he doesn't have, do the yeah. coffee. So, yeah, no, I'll, no, we don't have to split that other one open. We don't have to open that other okay. one. Well, I'll sit it out here either way. Just in case. We do have lots of beers to drink still. So. Yeah. Looks thick. That's all I need for that one. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You know what? It's. I, I feel like, not that I'm going to, but... I feel like that would be the thing to get me onto flavors I don't like is lead me into something with peanut butter. Nitro? Oh. No, no, no. Like, if you're like, say, and I, I might have said on here before, but I think the key to liking food that you don't like is being super drunk and eating it. Like, mm -hmm. when I had the tartar sauce, and I've always hated tartar sauce. It was the weakest of seafood sauces. That's how I got I, into oysters. But I was hammered. Mm -hmm. And I had fried shrimp, and they needed something, and the only thing that came with t was tartar sauce, so I said, fuck it. Turns out I don't hate tartar sauce. I just need to be really drunk to enjoy it. And now sober me can enjoy it. Yeah. 
But anyway, like for something like that, it's it's a nitro. Yeah. No peanut butter, solid coffee flavor. But now, if I was going to do a gauntlet of like, I'm going to learn to like coffee. And mm. here's how. I would drink that peanut butter beer, and the only thing to get the flavor out of my mouth would be that coffee thing. Like, I bet I could start okay. liking it being like All right. desperate to get the flavor of peanut butter out of me. The only thing available is a coffee stout. I drink the ever-loving shit out of it. Mentally, I'd be so relieved that the peanut butter was gone. Thus, I like coffee. Mm. I could see that. That would be good as a float. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. When are we? That's what? 200? That's, what we, that's what we're doing for our birthday. For our birthday. Our 200th February. birthday. Okay. Well, it's not 200. It's uh, two years. just two years. Two yeah. years. That's yeah. fine. Our 200th birthday. We started this podcast. <laughs> it was the first media. We we went from town to town with a written letter. We have like an old-timey medicine wagon. Like, come and see Brew Chat. We talk about local beers. Our, our wagon, <laughs> yeah. Our wagon on the side said RSS feed, and it just went from town to town. Just delivering. No, that's where the term came from. This is our wagon, the RSS feed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Come one, come all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. All right. I I was thinking the other day, actually, like if you were to do a podcast back in the 80s, and there had to have been somebody that did this, (laughs) that just recorded a show like this, Hmm. but recorded it straight to cassette tape, but went and distributed it physically. Oh, my God. Just like every week. But wouldn't it be not knowing, wouldn't you only be able to hit one cassette tape, or would you have to just set up like a fuck ton of... I think you can set up a... uh, Like you can get tape decks. Yeah, I mean, I guess they did demos and stuff. Two or three at once, Yeah. yeah. No, you record it straight to vinyl. No, those million <laughs> cassettes that like Madonna okay. sold, somebody sat there for each individual one <laughs> and just recorded <laughs> it. Loaded one. Well, there's the one. Took it out and then here's put number the next two. One in. Oh my god! Slapped a label on there. Yeah, it's Micah. I'll just edit this out. Oh, okay, yeah. it's Micah. Hey, buddy. I was like, oh, the pipers come calling. No, <laughs> but um. Shit, what were we talking about? Madonna. Madonna. Madonna, yeah. We're talking about Madonna selling a fuck ton of cassette tapes. No, somebody sat there and printed each one of those. Just well, like, well, there's number one. Here's number two. You know, just we're just gonna do like the yeah. lost. We're, we'll go like Wu Tang style and do like the lost episode of Brew Chat just on a cassette tape. Oh my god. We should do that. We could hide it somewhere around the city and like do a geotag thing. Oh, we could find the lost episode. Do a of series Bruchette. of riddles. Yeah, make up some big. No, that would actually be really fun. And then whoever finds it, we could work out. I don't know some sort of prize. Well, the More pro- on we that tell them what it was on the cassette. Tape. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, don't, don't blow your whole wad right at the first five minutes. All right. Come I'm on. not. It's, they still got to find it. They got to find your yeah. wad. It might be on well, the, the brew chat yeah. wad, the I guess. Chat the wad. collected yeah. brew chat wad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah wad. we'll all blow our load on something. Yeah, on that cassette tape. On that cassette yeah. tape. All over it. All over it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like that nitro, that. though. Yeah. All right, it's... it's, uh, it's, it's uh, nitros are good. It's so smooth. It's super mm-hmm. smooth. It's the nature of nitros. I don't really like the Java flavor, though. I wish it was just the regular left-hand nitro. I like it. It's super smooth. 
Mm. It's creamy. What's the ABV on these? Good question. Brutal on the banks of the mighty St. Vrain. Super smooth combo of coffee <clears throat> and our creamy imperial sweet stout. 8.9. Oh, snap. 8.9? Shit. 8.9. So that's a heavy that's hitter our, tonight. Yeah, that's our winner for that tonight. Pour at 40 to 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Drink at 50 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit in a stout glass. Hmm. Close enough. Mm. Yeah, it's a pint glass. Nope, it's ruined. Pour hard. Admire and enjoy. Ingredients are Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, lactose, rolled oats, hops, coffee, and yeast. Hmm. Lefthandbrewing.com. Ooh, want to pour the perfect nitro pint? Scan this. And there's a QR code. Very tiny QR code. So it's going to, like, make you scan some to figure out how it's poured properly? I thought they just explained that. That is a very they tiny might have a little. Code. They might have a little video or something like that of, uh, like, here's how you do it. I know. It's scary at first, but blah, 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 blah. Not bad. I don't know. I still think my pick for the night is going to be the Sauvage. The Sauvage is quite yeah, good. Yeah, that, that nitro is coming in. I like the Sauvage. I think the Dirty Little Freak has really saved my ass tonight. See, I did not like that. <laughs> that Dirty Little Freak. I wish it was on nitro. Yeah. I wish so badly. Yeah. I'm giving the nitro a 7.5. I'm not a huge fan of that. I'll give that nitro. What? I think I gave the Sauvage a a, uh, 8. I'm going to up that to an 8.5 and give that nitro an 8. All right. I gave the Java an 8, the the Mm. sweet baby Java. I liked that better. Jeez. I I mean, I liked it. Maybe it was because we had that first, the uh, sweet baby Jesus Jesus. Porter. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it was that, but it just, I think we should have swapped the order we drank those in, mm. in hindsight. That was way too much peanut butter. Yeah. That's a lot <laughs> by anyone's standards. But it definitely would have made the Sweet Baby Jesus look even worse than it already did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I give Nitro 7.5, which makes my winner tonight the Sauvage as well. The Sauvage is solid. I think it's, I think it's the winner. Hmm. Congratulations. Sauvage the winner, yes. Sauvage. Well, we uh, I had more shit I wanted to talk about, but we actually there's a lot of beers we had to drink. Yeah, we had a yeah. lot of beers, and we're getting close to time. What what other stuff did you want to talk about? We were we were we were talking before the show started about stuff. We yeah, wanted I to wanted to talk about the uh, Han Solo movie a little bit. Uh yes, I yeah. can go through that super quick of what I saw in Reddit yeah. earlier. Well, it's like give the TLD. Well, since the last episode of. This podcast, there were a bunch of Lego leaks, which Mm -hmm. sometimes are accurate, sometimes not, because Lego gets super early concept images of shit from the movie. So sometimes Lego will produce sets of scenes and sequences that don't really happen in the movie or they get cut from the movie, Uh, like that weird ATST walker from Mm -hmm. The Last Jedi. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they've released the Han Solo set images, and the Millennium Falcon looks way different. It's got an R2-D2 paint job. Yeah, it's, yeah, which I don't mind the paint job. I'm My problem, though, is it kind of goes against the canon of the Millennium Falcon, unless it's something well, where— You forgot, man. The canon's gone. Yeah, but it's still a fucking freighter, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah, you, you break it down because I— The I'm, TLDR— I'm slow, I, Well, before you say this, I've—we've uh, approached this is we've got no marketing material about this movie, and mm-hmm. I've been— I, well, I'm optimistic anyway, but I've been optimistic about this, and then you've not been, and I've sort of been chiseled down to where I think I'm with you now. I want to, now, I'll preface it, I don't 
I have, just like Last Jedi, I don't want this movie to be bad. I don't. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to pay money and waste my time on it. Or not waste if it's good. Like, I'm, I'm taking time out of my day to go see this movie. Yeah, at least a couple hours. I don't hours. want it to be bad. Like, it being bad doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's it like Justice anything, League. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be bad. It's it, it hurts the whole market if, like, the whole Star Wars brand if it sucks. But anyway, we've seen no marketing materials for it. It's coming out in May. And one of the things I saw on Reddit earlier, and I want to believe this because it makes sense and I love the idea to jump at a good conspiracy theory is Mm -hmm. that they are Black Panther, they being the House of Mouse, Black Panther comes out mid-February, Infinity War comes out early May, Han Solo comes out like later May. Everyone's talking about how we haven't seen materials for it and the reason is it's not that great and and that's just how it is. Between Black Panther and Infinity War, there will be audience fatigue for going to the movies so if it doesn't perform well, they can they again being the House of Mouse will just be like, oh, people had like are on limited budgets. You know, we can't all go to the movies all the time. We everyone blew their wad on Infinity mm-hmm. War, which they will. So naturally, a Star Wars movie right after that just isn't gonna perform well and got overshadowed by this ten-year buildup for Infinity War. God, I hope that movie. And I know good. Star Wars has had like a forty-year buildup. It's a spinoff. It's not a, you know, main installment And that if it doesn't perform well, they'll blame, quote unquote, themselves. I'd be like, oh, it's it's just. uh, Well, it could also be used in that same way, in that exact same way. But kind of the other side of that coin is just because there's so much coming out, people may not get out to see it as quickly. Right. So it will delay the bad reviews. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So. And just them blaming it. It's a weird enough gambit that I want to believe it. Like, Mm -hmm. that would be some, like, something like the top members of the board thought of is, like, we can't save this movie. We put out nothing for it because it's bad. We'll bury it. But who are we going to blame? And they're just like, ourselves. Mm. We'll bury it under our own fucking movies. (laughs) And no one will notice. We'll cut our losses. Yeah. (laughs) We'll take the fall ourselves. Huh? Oh. We'll bury it under our own. We'll bury it under our own superhero franchise. Huh? Yeah, that. And, and you know what? Oh. It's just sinister enough mm-hmm. that I buy it. Star Wars is all hush. No, I re- don't make me stop anything. I realized something the other day. I've been uh, watching Star Wars Rebels. Not to just hark on something here, but that feels like Star Wars. Unlike it has Thrawn. Episode 8. But uh, I'm loving Star Wars Rebels. I, I did a recap, like a recap video on YouTube of, well, I watched one. I didn't make one. Uh, of season one and two, and then just started at season three. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. And it's made me realize with all this Han Solo talk that that is how they, if they wanted to tell a Han Solo origin story, that's what they should have done. They've got Rebels ending after this current season, which is four. Right. Give us just, give us an animated Han Solo show that... Gets over your whole hump of having to recast somebody as Harrison Ford. Yeah. You can just doodle Mm. him. And then you can tell an infinite number of adventures. You've got Indiana Jones in space. Yep. You've got an infinite number of adventures you can tell. Shit, that would be a good idea. That's a good idea. Infinite. And then work into the whole plot of him saving Chewie. You've got a time jump. Maybe like James Bond Jr., but... 
<laughs> it, it would be great. Oh it would be it would be a phenomenal great. show, I think. And I them trying to put it into a movie, I'm just I'm not super optimistic about it. And I hate it. I want it to be good. I want it to be so good. But I, I want just, it all to be good. The, yeah. the most unexpected thing it can do is surprise me and make me excited. Mm -hmm. But after well, Last Jedi and the fact that I think some things are sacred and Han Solo's origin is one of them. Like I mean. It's anything with a prequel. We know he mm -hmm. turns out to be a badass with Chewie, and they're not. I know they're not going to murder everyone Rogue One style. Mm -hmm. Did not see that coming, but I was like, I know at least Han and Chewie are making it out. Mm -hmm. I know at some point the Falcon's going to get a paint job. Are they going to explain that there are, in fact, Falcons in this galaxy? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Which I'm going to put it in the show notes, but I mentioned to you, there's an old Haynes manual of the Millennium Falcon I'm going to mm -hmm. put up. You should check out. It shows how it's a modular ship. So we may have seen it in the Star Wars trilogy or series right. up until now, but it's just looked entirely different. Like Dash Rendar's Outrider is essentially Millennium Falcon. It's just configured differently. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Dash Rendar, the non-canon character. That's right. He yeah, I guess now non-canon. Yeah, yeah, he's not there. Doesn't matter. It might not even be modular anymore. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, none of that fucking matters. Well, anyway, uh, I. Yeah, I guess we're running out of time here. You want to... Let's close this out here. All right. Yeah, All let's right. close this out. That's leading to that's wonderful. I got, really cool I got really excited. I thought maybe we had a musical number that I got on. <laughs> no. And just you know, happen. I don't... It's funny. Now that you do that, I couldn't name like a... Disney a, one. A musical cue from any Disney cartoons. Like Song of the South, but I'm not going to whistle that. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> that's, that's asking for more trouble. That's what I'll do is I'll leave Brew Chat on an entirely tasteless note. Yeah. You'll be back. You should, even though it's coming out pretty soon, you're going to be knee-deep in, like, placenta and shit or whatever baby. Yeah, whatever she shoots out of there. Yeah. And uh, But if not, you should see if you could stop by for the, the birthday Okay. We were we were gonna. It's gonna. Yeah. I I need to figure out the actual date. We'll announce it next week. But it's gonna be in February. We're gonna do floats. That's uh, kind yeah. of what our. I mean, I'll still be, be listening, so I'll know when it's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So either way. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Want to remind everybody: subscribe to us on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, check out our website, brewchat.com. Hit us on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, all of that. Brewchat two T's. And we have a drone. Yeah, we do now. We're going to yeah. be putting up yeah. some sweet-ass drone footage. Also, get down to Riverside Wine and Spirits on Fridays, 4 to 6, for their Growler promo. And then Saturdays from 4 to 6 for their wine promo. And they've got cheese at that one. Fancy so, cheese. Yeah. Fancy cheese, yeah. The fanciest. So, after that, I think that's it. This has been episode 119 of the Brew Chat Podcast. Ooh. <laughs>